Hello, everybody, and welcome to another Millennial Movie Review. I am Raiden, joined, as always, with Steph. Hello. And Alex. Hello. And not here, but also came to the previous screening that we just came back from, was Steph's mum. My mum. Who enjoyed the film immensely. She really loved it. Um, All mums will enjoy this film. We went and saw 2020's Emma. Full stop after that. So Emma. Emma, period. Or just Emma. Period. Let me finish my joke. Emma is what we saw. Nice. Nice. Yeah. No, it <laughs> would it not wait. Okay, no, we're holding up on grammar here, but wouldn't it be Emma? It's what we saw. True. That could work. Emma. It's a movie. It we depends saw. if you italicize the movie. If you set it as a separate thing, so it's Emma, yeah. full stop, and you italicize that to show that's the name of the movie, you this can continue with When you're referencing you to the film, it's in quotations because it's the title of the film, is it not? Or it's italicized if you're doing it on a computer. Yeah, you're italicized. Emma, ladies and gentlemen, not Italian God, in the slightest. People hate us now. It's incredibly English. Why did you stop watching after one minute? Well, they were just talking about grammar. Grammar. <laughs> um, Emma. But uh, yeah, I really enjoyed this, actually. Um, it was really sweet and it was very, very, very period centric, but also very eccentric. I found it was. It was it very was quirky. Very quirky for the, a the for thing a period that film. made it feel really quirky as a period film for me was actually the music. Like whenever something slightly odd was going on, they were doing this really like playful little uh, orchestral did score. Did, did you feel like Steph? Uh, sorry, Brayden. I just know you haven't seen the favorite. Yeah, that's did you feel like they saw the favorite and they went, yeah. Yeah, look, they definitely... I did a visual gag, no one's here. Played, <laughs> Alex they, nodded his head and pointed. They yeah. played into that by having like some quite modern sort of snarkiness, I would say, to yeah, it that I, the favourite mm. adopted. I was like, they definitely took some inspiration from how the favourite was made, especially like how it was written and filmed. I nice. think that... Um, oh, where was I going? You know what? Carry on. Oh, I, I like the film, point. by the way. I don't think I said yes, that. Yes, Alex liked the film. Steph loved it. I really did. I really did love it. It's just everything that... I love in history and literature and romance. And so I was quite happy with it. I think that it was interesting how they chose to, um, you know what? I lost it again. Forget it. Oh, just, no. I, just, I don't think I'll talk. It's going to uh, really bug you're, me. You're too in love. I am. Yeah. I really am. Less. This oh, film well, starts off with a butt. It, it, it does. does. Yep. A, a glorious butt. A big big old butt. It was definitely a butt. Yeah. Um, um, I'm yeah. going to talk about a negative. Oh, go for it. I felt it, was, it felt a little long, especially towards the back half. It. I think things that probably made it feel really long for us, we were sitting in a very cramped theatre, which was very weird, like very uh, small seats. And I, oh, this is a little inside of me. Every time I get comfortable in a theatre, I automatically think I fucked up. Oh, no. I either think I've left the lights on in my car, something that should be in my pocket is not in my pocket, and I spend the whole movie just Instant stress. that. Yeah. I like, will say. Even though everything's fine. Yeah. In the very first, like, five minutes of the movie, when it was playing up its sort of awkwardness and very much I was very like, quirky. I was just thinking, oh my God, what if are we is, watching? If this is the whole film, I'm gonna die. Yeah, that's right. I was really scared. I was like, they're gonna hate this. I've taken first mum's first press screening and she's yeah. gonna she's gonna hate it. She's gonna movie. be like, wow, that was so weird. No yeah. one in that film was any good. But, but no, I really, actually really, really liked it. They did a good job with it. I really liked the relationship between Emma and her friend Harriet. Yes. Uh, Emma, Harriet. obviously played by uh, Anya Taylor-Joy. Yeah, who did a really good job with her part. She was she very did. charismatic and she was very likable. Yeah, it was very... And and she definitely seemed like someone that I thought everyone, because she's like a lady, I guess. Yeah. Um, everyone 
looked up. Like definitely thought of high regard of her. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. I mean, and she I definitely was able to believe that. Yeah. I, there are very much um cases where like I mean obviously Emma was written by Jane Austen yonks ago. Yep. But um like there's very much instances where you, you can see on the street or when you were in school or anything, you can see an Emma and a Harriet. Like yep. you can see where they're like, this person is definitely Making the calls and the other person's very much like she's an influencer. She's behind. just, just like she's she's, a social she was the original influencer. That's it, and she was a matchmaker. Yeah, so which you know, I thought was, was great. It was very funny. Um, and Harriet, in the meanwhile, she was a poor. She was poor. Yeah, bless. Because what was, was she a part of? The, those red people. Is, the, red, the, the handmaid's, handmaid's tale. <laughs> um, they what, were what, like what a. Was that they were like an orphanage style. I think it was lady like making that. thing. Yeah. And why did why did Harriet go to her? What what was that relationship? Was she just like a handmaiden? Because um, because her other her other one she got married she at got the start. Married. Yeah, which was all the uh, marriage the scenes were Game of Thrones. So very we did, awkward. Yeah, Yara Greyjoy. Yeah, it was too, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, oh. she sort of takes someone on as like a project almost. That's what she does. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's and like then her good deed. She just ended up becoming really good friends with her. Yeah, and like. Like Harriet, I love so I sweet. love the down to earth parts where like when they were like learning to like practicing dancing. Like, I loved that. That was really nice. That I was, was like, oh. What did we think of Mr. Knightley? The men. Knightley. That's the one. That's the who one. Comes. I thought you were asking about Bill Nye for a second. Bill Nye. Oh, I mean, we could talk about Bill, Bill Nye. Bill Nye as a hypochondriac, oh, my paranoid. God. Oh, he was great. He was excellent. He didn't nailed want, his didn't comedic want to leave him. He, I know. I mean, like, I've, I've seen so many people like that, but like, Man, they hit the nail on the head with that. He and was funny too. He's very funny. Oh with my the God. little uh, shades. The, the screen door yeah. things. And stuff. That was oh, good. Um, yeah. I, there uh, was some, definitely some Knightley comedy. was the one who rocked up in the middle of the film. The one who's They were all we talking about. Mr. Knightley was the one no. who's butt. Oh, that's the, one, that's the one from the start, the friend. Yes. Winston, uh, Churchill is the one. Churchill was the other one. He rocked Winston. up halfway through. Gotcha. Uh, was yeah. his name like Francis or something? No, Francis I, I thought Churchill. he was. Frank Churchill. Frank. I thought he was really like. As a good person overall, like who Winston or uh, the Winston. Mr. Knightley? Knightley Did you think he was uh, charismatic? I thought he was pretty charismatic, but then he could also be very blunt at times. I thought, and I think that was sort of a mix between being gentlemanly and being like a friend. That's the thing. It's definitely a tale as old as time. Yeah, I and- knew exactly what was going to happen from their first interaction. Like I yeah. knew those two were going to end up together. And, that and was, this is coming was, from Alex and I had never seen Emma or Clueless. Clueless, yes. yes. Um, yeah, I knew exactly. I was like, I've, I've seen how the story goes. These two who aren't really fans of each other in the beginning, they're going to yep. knock boots in the end. And uh, It's very boots, Jane Austen. Were knocking. It's the same with Elizabeth Bennet and Mr. Darcy. Yeah. It's the same thing. They don't like each other. They find each other detestable. Oh, shit, spoilers for Emma, by the way. Arrogant and... I suppose the story was written. Yeah, the book's Early been out 1800s. yonks ago. If you wanted to know about Emma, you you would be up to date with it. And if you've seen Clueless, because it's based on a book, is that does that mean it's bad? That I, like it, that doesn't matter at all. That I thought it was predictable, but I didn't mm. know the story. You didn't know the story. It's interesting. So you thought it was predictable, off of seeing different styles of this people adapting on that concept. That's it. That's the thing. It was probably the original she invented, one. Yeah. yeah so she invented while the you genre. was the book called Emma. It was. Yeah. Okay. So, so while you thought it was predictable in a sense, it was actually the OG. Yeah. But seeing a modern adaptation of it made you feel that the story was predictable. This is very interesting. Yes. That's it. Yes. 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 Much lo- less. Honestly, a, I don't know. Is I think it's a little bit less predictable and clueless. 
Probably because um, Paul Rudd is a college student and Alicia Silverstone is 16 or 17. So um, that's, it's a little bit odd. But yeah, um, straight up. But yeah, so, but I still love Clueless and I think it's a beautiful romance story, but I'm also a hopeless romantic at heart, which is why I think that. I still need to see Clueless. You I do. will see Clueless. Um, and yeah, so for the listeners, uh, uh, Clueless is one of the more original adaptations of mm. Emma and it's basically set in the 90s. It's just a very 90s. Like, uh, a, like a Romeo plus Juliet. It's very on Baz the nose. <laughs> You've got someone called Elton in the book, uh, yeah. in, in Clueless, and it's all very, it's just, it's pretty we, much shot for shot. Can the we same talk about Mr. Elton? Elton. Second. I enjoyed every second he, he was, was being creepy, priest, being, being quirky. He was very odd and it was perfect. But he was, but the thing is, he's supposed to be very charismatic and charming and all oh, the girls really? fawn over him. Yeah, he's supposed to be like, that's why she was saying, they're like, oh, but Mr. Elton... He knows he's handsome. He knows he can have anyone he wants. He's not just going to throw that away for one girl like Harriet. I wouldn't oh. say he was. I'd say he just probably got some issues. He was very weird. I didn't find him to be the charismatic no. portrayal. I found him to be a bit leery and I a little bit. I never would have called him charismatic. He, I thought he was very out there. He's supposed to be Mr. Popular. Yeah. yeah and he was He not. was pretty. Uh, pretty. A... Handsome. Yeah, he was handsome. Yeah. Oh, really? I think he was handsome. Oh, he wasn't for me then. Um... I yeah. think it was just those eyes. He was pulling the crazy eyes half the time. I thought everyone in the film was good, um, especially for a lot of them. I had no idea who they were before. Yeah, no clue Never who these people were. Hardly. I, the only people I recognised was obviously Anya Taylor-Joy, Bill Nye, the guy that played Fran- uh, Frank. Um, yep. yep. And then the one that played that, the, the one who was quote-unquote annoying. Oh, yes, yes, yes. I knew she was because she was in the, the hit film Spy. Oh. Melissa, Mon- Melissa oh, McCarthy. That's fun. I it's see. She's pool. she's actually really poor, funny though. The poor oh. girl, poor lady, the poor lady who, yeah. who kept. Yeah, she uh, she was she was funny. She was very funny. She yes. was flustered and getting in the way of things and everything. She annoyed me. Mm. I mean, I know she had a good heart, so that that's was, kind of her point. Yeah, that's she it. just doesn't like poor people. Yeah, it's interesting because <laughs> what was like, that quote you got me on early. Oh my <laughs> like, god, where is it? There it were, was really bad. There were definitely times where like Emma would do something, and I'd be like, "Are we meant to? Are we meant to?" Be with Emma or against Emma at this point in time? I think that's... She's just a product of her own, like, yeah. social upbringing. You know yeah. what I mean? And that's the thing that I love so much about Jane Austen films, like I said, is that, like, marriages and love in were not... In that time. They were not um, one and the same. Yeah. It was very much a case of... It was of so much that, like... You're marrying for money and... Money, estate. status. A, yeah, estate, exactly. All of that sort of stuff. I have... A real life quote from Steph. Oh no! About Spoken poor like four hours ago. Yeah. Oh bless! I feel like poor people will always become communists. <laughs> Look, not wrong. Yep. Uh, you're more. As you're more, they'll always do joker stuff. You're predisposed as, to become a communist if as, you're poor. As someone uh, that was your word for word. As someone more recently <laughs> in closer to this situation, <laughs> did you become a communist? I can agree. You became uh, a Marxist? Yeah, no, not quite. I'm not pushing that far. So. Um, I'm not joining any o- Overall thoughts, because this kind of turned into a podcast. <laughs> yeah, it has a bit. Um, um, overall yeah. thoughts of Emma. Overall, I, I tell you what, cinematically, like, I loved it. I like the colors. Oh, I, liked, I, loved... I thought production-wise, it was very, very It good. was beautiful, Inc- yeah. Um, it was so fresh. I like the costumes. Bloody um, uh, depth of field, like, yeah. and lighting at times. Like, the, some of the lighting on their faces in, like, really intimate moments... Oh, what did you beautiful. think about the separate title cards to announce the beginning of each like new the, season? You like I like that? that sort of stuff. Yeah? I loved the initial title card of Emma on the, the screen the as she's quote. walking down the hole. Oh, yeah. I loved oh, that. Oh, she's in the middle of the Emma. Yeah, I loved that. That was beautiful. That was such a nice shot. That was um, good. You'd I like a Star is Born then. Mm. Oh, do they do a lot of that? Yeah. 
Or they just do that. Still same same thing with the title. Oh. Anyway, yeah. Uh, what do we What do we rate it overall? I thought it was good. Uh, I did think it was a little long sometimes, and obviously the story, prob like because I was like kind of guessing most of it. Yeah. Um, I would say I was not that invested, or mm. like I was more curious to see if I was right, and I was um, right. Yes. Overall, the performances were really good. The production was really good. Uh, I would give it a three and a half out of five. Three and um, a half. Really enjoyed it, but probably wouldn't go see it again. That's fair. Um, I I quite enjoyed it. I think it was about maybe halfway through where I had a moment and realized, oh, wait, I'm actually really invested in what happens to these characters now. I want to see what happens because they've proven halfway, by halfway through the film, they've proven that they're going to pull a couple little twists on you as to like who actually likes who where. Um, and that was really nice. So I give it a four. I would give it a 4.25 because nice. <laughs> I just, I really, really, really loved it. I just feel my heart, like, just feels so good. I feel so good now yeah. after watching it. I just feel so happy. Although I feel very, very, very despondent about the uh, state of the mail in Adelaide in 2020. And yeah. So- hey, bless. No, hey, look, it's rough out there. <laughs> All right. It, nah, nah, the numbers are down. No one will compare to Mr. Numbers Knightley down. or it's Mr. Rough. Darcy or if anyone. If you dress like an old Victorian man and you are very gentlemanly, Come please hit us up. <laughs> I am so gentlemanly. Did you not see me MMT? try to let those people go in front of me in line today? Um, and I definitely got in the line before them and I still offered. But you're not you wearing too, the you know vest what? and the socks and the shoes and the Oh, pantaloons. sorry. I wasn't dressed like I was from the 1920s. Well, the 18, sue me. 1840s. 18, roughly. Fucking sue me. Yeah. Get your top hat out. Get to the top hat, get the cane, get the carriage. Get a horse. I'm not asking for much, guys. Yeah. Really. And that's the review. That's it. (laughs) Uh, Thank you all so much for joining us. And uh, check out the weekly podcast we do. And check us out on Patreon and stuff. And links are in the description. Uh, And thank you all so much for joining us. And as always. I'm Steph. And I'm Alex. And I'm Brayden. No, you're not.